Super excited, man, for Crazy Fest coming up here on Saturday, May the 4th at Malone's in Santa Ana, a whole crazy Wait, town celebration. Is. Yes, it is. Are you excited? Um, yeah, definitely. It's the beginning of our 20-year uh, anniversary tour, and uh, Crazy Fest is going to be a lot of fun. Does that mean that you're going to be playing the album in its entirety? Um, no, we're, we're, we're going to be uh, we're going to be playing a little bit from every album. We're going to be playing some new songs, just kind of mixing it up. Okay, cool. And also looking forward to uh, another band on the show, Bias, which features David Silvera, who was the original drummer of Korn in his new band. Yeah, I've known Dave for 20 years. That's my boy. It'll be good to play with him. Yeah, loving what he's doing with that band. So you had mentioned new music. You got new music coming for us? Yeah, we have a new record coming out called The Beautiful Insane, and we're almost done with it. So the first single should be dropping in the next five, five to end of summer. The first single will be out. And then what, the album in the fall then, maybe? Yeah, we're going to take it, you know, one step at a time. We're going to build it up the right way. We might drop a couple of singles. We're going to see how it unfolds. Killer, man. Well, looking forward to that. And any any sort of uh, direction or, or mission statement with the new record? Or is it just kind of the next batch of Crazy Town tunes? No, no, no. I mean, it, it's definitely progressive. Um, a lot of track. Um a little more metal than our last record. You know, it's definitely my uh, favorite piece of work I've done so far. So it's cool. Awesome, man. Like hearing that there's going to be some more metal on the, on the new album. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be cool. We're having a good time. We're mixing in a lot of cool new elements to it. So it's definitely not going to be dated. It's going to be something cool and new. And uh, if we could go back, since you said, like, kicking off the 20th anniversary of Gift of Game and go back and talk about that album a little bit. I mean, how much of that album was, was done before going into the studio and how, many, how much of it did you write in the studio? We had written those songs over a year, and at the end of the year we went back and did a lot of uh, the live instrumentation on it. We had been demoing, demoing this songs for about, you know, probably like 15 months before the actual uh, album was done. Yeah, a lot of it was done. I, a dark Side we did in the studio. You know, we had a lot of features come in. But yeah, the gift game was definitely a fun one to make. And you had KRS-One come in, too. KRS-One was there, which was just, you know, he is the uh, teacher. So it was great <laughs> yeah, I love hearing his voice on the record and then some of the heavier stuff too, like more like Toxic, which is a little bit more metal leaning and curious about that song too. Where did that come from? That's another favorite tune of mine on the album. Toxic uh, was really organic. My bass player came up with that riff and, and we just kind of laid it down. It just kind of it just kind of was really organic. It just unfolded in like one afternoon. You know, toxic. It's funny because a lot of people, you know, it was supposed to be a play on the the on toxic, like we toxic. A lot of people don't realize that. <laughs> so. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And then, how about for for butterfly? Was that was that uh, written well in advance? That was the last song we had demoed when we. I mean, we got into a really, once we wrote that song, it's like when it all really popped off for us with the bidding war and stuff. Um, that that song was just, actually, I had written, I, I, I had most of the album done, and, and my girl at the time was like, are you going to write a nice song about girls? And I was like, <laughs> I can do that. And so, so I wrote a song about her, and uh, yeah, that's just kind of history. That's just kind of how it went down. I wrote that song uh, one afternoon, and uh we laid it down the next morning. Love it, man. And then, I, you know, I wanted to ask you, you would play it out here in, in the IE. I was back working at a different radio station at the time. It's no longer around. But I remember you had this really dope black leather jacket that had, like, a big skull on it and, like, spray paint and dice and everything. Do you still have that leather jacket? I mean, actually, like, one of my favorite graffiti artists, Mir, did that, that jacket for me. 
No, it's a sad story. I lost a lot of cool shit. That one, like, I think I, I got drunk at the key club one night, and, uh, yeah, someone else has that jacket. Oh, bummer, man. Yeah, and you had actually left it at the radio station that day, and I remember we had to get it back to you to, uh, back at the, I think someone ran back to the radio yeah, station to grab it. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting better now that I'm sober. It's a lot easier to keep track of mine, but I was never good at holding on to fish. I just turn glasses every single time I get a pair. <laughs> you just get the cheap $10 ones every time, so that way if you lose them, no big deal. I also wanted to talk a little bit. Do you, do you have any memories of uh, OzFest 01 that you were on? And any, any memories from that show, maybe out here in SoCal or any of the bands you hung with on that tour or fell in love with? Or? Those times are just like epic to us. So, like looking back at that, I mean, all these bands were great bands were coming up right then and, you know, just chilling with Papa Roach and. Lincoln Park doing their thing and Slipknot and a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, other great bands over there, you know, uh, Drowning Pool at the time. And just, just it was it was a great time. Mud Bane, it was just classic to be on that tour. Yeah, it was a great one. I'm bummed that, that uh, no more OzFest and then uh, the bummer news about Ozzy, too, and, and having to take off the whole rest of the tour, whole rest of the year from touring. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, things only last so long, but it was good to be part of it while it was around, you know? Absolutely. Hey, one other, one other old song I wanted to ask you about. Not necessarily a Crazy Town tune, but one you were involved with, Starry Eyed Surprise, with Paul Oakenfold, and how that kind of came together. We were on tour, and uh, a, a good friend of mine who actually passed away a few years ago, he, he took me to a Paul Oakenfold show. I met Paul, and, and uh, it, uh, it just was organic. He was like, "I love Butterfly. Let's do a song on my new record." That record was pretty badass because when I did that song, there was like, I mean. Bono was on that record, like Ice Cube, a lot of great people were on that album. And uh, I just did it for fun. I, I, I wrote that song like on one flight and recorded it when I got back to LA. That was like the second hit I had, the second big one. So it was, it was a blessing, man. That song, that song made some good money and, and I've had a lot of fun doing that song. I played yeah. that song with Paul over the world, man. Do you still play that song with Crazy Town? We bust it out every once in a while. You know, it depends. Like, if... if a lot of time I have people screaming it out in the crowd, so, so we break it out, yeah. Kind of an audible to, on standby if you need it. Yeah, it's on standby, depending. It depends what the temperature is, you know. Crowds vary. If, if we're going really heavy, we probably won't bust it out. But, if, but you know, it, 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 it's a good, it, it, it's good at, at a certain point. You know, a lot of people love it. I think Crazy Fest would be an appropriate time to bust it out, maybe. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I think we could bust it out. You know, I was I was curious how uh, family get-togethers are for you. I'm surprised that a lot of music doesn't come out. Your sister's married to Tom Dumont of No Doubt? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm actually going, going down to see them right now. We're all going out to the movies tonight. Tom is actually working on the new record with me. A lot of cool people are on this new record. Sid from Slipknot is on it. Mark McGrath, Maxim from Prodigy. You know, a lot, a lot of great features are on this new album. Awesome, man. I can't wait to hear it and support it on the radio. And uh, Shifty, I appreciate all the time. Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now just hit the subscribe button. That way you get it sent to you directly. And follow me on social media at MikeZ967. Don't miss the radio show, bro. Wired in the Empire happens every Saturday night at midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks online at KCALFM.com. Adios.